0: This episode of the Hat Makers Podcast is brought to you by Hat Blocks Australia. Makers of fine timber hat blocks and hat making tools. My, what a peculiar place to have a party. Welcome to the Tea Party, the Hat Makers Podcast where we connect with hatters from around the world. Talk hats and hat making to build the community and share tips and tricks to take your hat making to the next level. round. So sit back, pour yourself a brew, and settle in, because here comes the show. <laughs> On this episode of the Hat Makers Podcast, we're chatting with Jordan McCarthy from the McCarthy Hat Company. Based out of Fairbanks, Alaska, Jordan is relatively new to the hat-making world, having only begun her journey in April this year. In six short months, she has collected an assortment of tools, taught herself to make hats from YouTube, TikTok and Instagram videos, and has gone on to create some beautiful pieces as she continues to hone her craft and build her brand. I was excited to speak with Jordan and to hear her perspective on what it's like starting out in hat making today. So let's dive into our conversation and get to know Jordan on this episode of the Hat Makers Podcast. So Jordan, awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for coming Hi. along. Yeah, nice,
1: uh, nice to be here. I'm
0: excited. You're all the way from Fairbanks in Alaska.
1: Yes, all the way in Fairbanks, interior Alaska. Um yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk to you.
0: Wow, ah, yeah, me too. Um so can you tell everyone who you are and um yeah, a little bit about you and where you're where you're from and what you're doing?
1: Yeah, so my name is Jordan McCarthy. I own McCarthy's Hot Company in Fairbanks, Alaska. And uh pretty much I started hat making um officially started in April of this year, but I've been collecting, like, everything, you know, like, blogs, tools since, like, January of this year, and it kind of just took a long time to get to me, and I have been kind of, like, watching videos and all that. Um, but, yeah, I started in April, and just have a little studio downstairs in my house that I work out of, and, yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool six months of me doing it.
0: Wow, only six months.
1: Yeah, pretty new, pretty green.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're making some really beautiful hats, though. I'm really thanks. impressed with what you're doing. Yeah, um, thanks. So how did you get into hat making, or how did you get inspired to become a hat maker?
1: Well, I think my... I, it's kind of funny. I never really wore hats growing up at all, um, but we did... Me and my husband were doing van life um, a few years ago, and we made the trip from Texas to Alaska. Takes about a week of driving, and we stopped in Montana, Dillon, Montana, actually. There's a store called um, Atomic 79, and it was off a whim. It just looked like a really cool store. I went in, and this guy sold me a uh, gambler hat. I actually have it over there. And he was just really cool. He had this, like, nice, big leather, apron on and he had like a cool little handlebar mustache and just like his whole vibe and his whole store was just really, really awesome. And he was just explaining to me like hat making and all that stuff in general. And I was just like, okay, this is, this is really cool because I didn't really know what I was going to do in Alaska. My husband got a flying job over there. So I just kind of went with him. And so I was like, okay, maybe that. And then uh when we got to Fairbanks, there wasn't really anything like hat making wise. I try to look for like anybody like in the, like maybe there's an old store or something I could like apprentice out or learn, but there, there wasn't any. So I was like, okay, well let's just start researching everything. So we kind of just went through and YouTube TikToks and through your like previous episodes, it's kind of funny, like seeing like people that have done it for 10, eight years plus or whatever, how they like had to figure all this out like books and emailing people and all that and i'm i'm just on tiktok watching get outside co like like, okay girl (laughs) how do you how did you do that and um yeah but so that's pretty much how i got into it um but yeah so i was kind of forced to like learn on my own because our closest town and i don't even think anchorage even has a hat shop I don't want to be like the person that's like I'm the only hat maker in Alaska correct me if I'm wrong try, try to find one for me so I can connect with them but mm-hmm. I don't I don't think there's any hat makers here so I was just kind of learning online learning on TikTok YouTube Grizz all of them like just doing that and then I end up getting some stuff from Millinery Warehouse and playing around with it and uh, yeah that's how i made my first few was going to uh, my sister-in-law's I just gave them like each, all three of them, like a hat and like, okay, tell me if this fits based on the size that you gave me and <laughs> all that. And what can I improve on and stuff like that.
0: Wow. That's awesome. So yeah. who were some of those first people that you saw on TikTok that were making hats and that kind of uh Yeah,
1: it was Get Outside Co. She's Maya. I think that's her name. She's really nice. We still DM back and forth. Um, I, uh, her for sure. Uh, Grizz on youtube in his shorts and his wife i loved watching them because they are just really to the point point. and i didn't realize until he was on your podcast that he didn't have any like uh electric like machine or anything and i was and i looked back and i was like oh my gosh it's literally just him <laughs> just in yeah. there like in his basement <laughs> and I'm like oh well, that made it like 10 times cooler um and then who else i think oh, i forgot i brought his name uh, I think it was, like, Henry and Guitars or something. He have, he does, like, guitars and hats and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I have a few people, like, on Instagram now that I really look up to of, like, style-wise. Um, I like D James, Sing mm-hmm. Hat Co., um, Great Collective, people like that. But they also are really good with sharing their stuff on, like, Reels and TikTok and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, they're really nice. There's a lot of uh, female hat makers in there too. Which is I important. know, yeah.
1: And I love, I think Grey Collective, she's, she just redid her whole shop and I'm like writing down like, okay, like maybe like in this space right here I'll be able to do something like that or just being really handy is like really cool um, when you're like making your own space. So
0: Yeah, she's super inspiring. She does a lot of her own uh, leather work and she makes yes. all the silver stuff to go with yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. honestly i'm like okay i'm i can't get ahead of myself i need to like make sure i know okay. how to make a hat before i go into jewelry or any of that or bullet ties or anything but yeah she, she's really cool
0: so are you on tiktok as well do you um post yeah, in there?
1: I, I do i think it's more of the it's more of like routinely like okay if i have something that i'm gonna post on instagram let me just do it on tiktok as well because i feel mm-hmm. like the algorithm on tiktok is like you either get like a hundred views or you get like a hundred thousand views, and it's just like right. okay, I'm just gonna put that lottery in there. I'm gonna just try to put it out and just to see. Put my hashtags and stuff, but yeah, it's under the same like Instagram name, uh, McCarthy's Hat Company, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I I do I pretty much just post what I post on Instagram though because it's more of an audience over there that probably doesn't know a lot about hats, but it is cool going through the. Like hat makers like hashtags to find new adders i think that's a good way to find them
0: too yeah i guess it's nice i don't really use tiktok so i don't spend much time on there but well, i guess it's... i've
1: seen your tiktok your tiktok is like a few viral ones here and there
0: oh yeah i think i've posted maybe five videos or something in the last three years yeah i should <laughs> yeah. i should use it more yeah, yeah. i kind <laughs> of uh i'm averse to tiktok though for some reason <laughs> But yeah. I, need, I need to get on and catch up to everyone else.
1: I know, yeah. I feel like yeah. you have a good following on there. They don't want you to come back.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, yeah, so you've been doing it since April, like full-time, but, like, you've really put your brand together really well from what I've seen. Oh, thanks, um, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I y- feel like – Yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, please –
1: I think Uh, you've got a really great
0: style and uh, you've you've got your logos, your packaging, and uh, the hats that you make all certainly have like a beautiful feel to them. So how did you kind of come around putting together uh, this style and where do you draw your inspiration from?
1: Well, inspiration-wise, I think right now, especially starting um, so soon and just being here in like this town, like there's not – any hat makers in here right now so i feel like i'm more catering to the client and i'm like okay what do you want and trying to f- fulfill that and most of the time what they want i probably haven't done or that style i probably haven't done so i think more of my inspiration comes to satisfying my whoever's coming to me um i think later i'll try to go for a more simplistic vibe that just has like a touch of like Alaskan I don't know like maybe some like bone antlers or something like that to like have a little little feel in there but I kind of want to move towards like a simpler western style Uh, but right now I'm like happy for anyone that like wants me to make their hat I'm like okay whatever you want like we'll put the glitter like we'll put it all like I don't I don't care but um but yeah so I think right now I'm just like in the mode of like getting more clientele and then getting my name out there so yeah Mm -hmm.
0: and so the orders that you've done so far are they more local people or are they people that you've um customers that you found on instagram or
1: tiktok yeah so um a few of them have been like either past flight attendant work friends and i think i've done uh there's been a few people like in alaska most of them are in alaska which is nice um because i work with uh i i used to have a friend in high school she moved to anchorage which is like that the nearest town over and she works as a horse guide and i make her hats and she wears them and i guess people compliment them and she's like hey go over to my Firthies hat company or she gives me gives them their my instagram and stuff uh so yeah i get clients through that and a few work friends and stuff so i think it's starting to branch out more towards like local alaskans mm-hmm. um which is like really cool um like having no connection to them is kind of like makes you feel like oh okay like this is like just from networking okay cool <laughs> i'm like trying yeah. to play cool I'm like yeah <laughs> so that's been really like surreal to me because i'm like oh you actually liked the work that i did and that's why you're coming to me so But, yeah, it's been from, like, work friends or high school friends or people that I've been following on Instagram, and I've just posted on there, and they like
0: it. Yeah, they're beautiful. And that friend of yours, is that um, Megasaurus on Instagram? Yeah, she's got some really beautiful images. I know.
1: She's awesome. And she's so – like, she's just really cool, and, like, she just got back from, like, a moose hunt and – you can like and just how she captures her life, it's just like that is just how like I want my brand to be. I'm like, you are it. You come come to me, be my little brand ambassador, please. Absolutely. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> She's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's really perfect. It really um yeah, gives a, a perfect feel to your work. And to see yeah. her out in that landscape with the horses and the hat—it's it's, it's yeah, you awesome. can't ask for more than I, that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm like, let me, yeah, let me just give you more and more, and you yeah. can just go out there and frolic <laughs> with your horses.
0: <laughs> so, do you have a, a favorite style of hat to make?
1: Um, I think my for me, I I really like my pencil curl, and um, surprisingly, I like the brick crown. That's what I have on right now. It was kind of like an, not like an accident, but I was just making a, a hat just to like post on my Instagram. And I was like looking through like a catalog of like uh, crowns and I saw the brick. I was like, mm, I haven't tried that before. So I just shaped it up and I was like, I actually kind really of like this one for me. So I just <laughs> kind of kept it. And um, yeah, so I think the pencil curl and the brick is probably going to be something that I will probably rock for a long time. And I actually had a, uh, One of my recent clients, she wanted that, but just in a lighter color. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) that's (laughs) awesome that someone liked the style that, I mean, it's not original, but like I put together and I guess she liked it on me. So
0: Setting some trends over there.
1: Yeah. uh, Hey, Alaska. (laughs) Trendsetter.
0: (laughs) So what kind of crown height and um, brim width are you going with there?
1: So this one is three and a quarter and then i think it has like a three eighths like uh curl on it and then crown height is just uh six inches yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah i get my blocks from i have a i got them like a few places i think when i was first starting um like anytime millinery warehouse posted on their story of like these like old blocks i'm like please i was like practically begging them in there <laughs> like <laughs> uh dms like has this been sold and they're like no I'm like okay can i please have them and i got um some some other ones from
0: uh um uh, is it canada
1: what is it uh, hat blocks from, yeah, from Hatbox canada yeah box yeah yeah and then um i got my tools actually from hat australia so yeah All so right. i think those are some of the ones i've kind of collected from and it's cool that there's gonna be there's like more block makers coming coming around. I feel like they've like seen like a kind of like a disparity of like, okay, people need these a little bit more. So it's like nice having some people that get them
0: a little bit quicker. Have have you played around with the 3D printed blocks at all?
1: No, I haven't um I have their uh brim cutter and then i have mm-hmm. their like that pencil curl that i use is like yeah. that little 3d one um but i only have it's funny because i only have that one size so i'm like on my list of things that i need i have a long list actually i'm <laughs> just like things i need to like <laughs> get for my shop like it's just insane but uh no i haven't haven't used those yet and i've seen a lot of people use them though i think they just put like saran wrap over it yeah um but i feel like i'm pretty like harsh with mine so i feel like i would mess it up or something so i was like i'll just stick with the with the the wood ones for
0: right now yeah i'm, I'm always curious as like um i feel like someone who's just starting out like whether um just to get into it people head to the 3d or if they yeah. go straight to the timber blocks because i think the timber blocks definitely look more beautiful if you're gonna yeah you know take photos and use that for instagram but also that they they last longer and tell more of a story and it's a little bit yeah. more uh sticks with the handmade aesthetic, you know?
1: Yeah, that's what that's what my husband was saying. He's like, Oh, you're gonna I mean, he was like hopefully you do this for a long time this wasn't just like a, a one time thing that you wanted to try out. But yeah, I think but also when my new blocks from Hot Blocks Canada, I my old millinery ones, like they're kinda of beaten mm-hmm. up and I don't really care if like something happens, but I feel like the first scratch or like little nick on them, I'm like, oh my God, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so what were the first uh, tools that you gathered when you so started? So it was
1: the, I think it was called the melonry Kit Tool from like uh, Hot Blocks Australia. It was the, uh, put, and also when I was researching all this, like tools, mm-hmm. names, I didn't believe that it was called a uh, Pusher Downer. And I right. was like, total liquor? I'm like, what is, what is, what is this stuff? <laughs> or it was just so funny. And I was just telling my husband, I'm like, yeah, it's called a pusher down here. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's it. And he's like, that's it. I'm like, yeah, just type that in and hopefully it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got uh, those three, just like the stationary kit. I got um, a Jeffy steamer or a Jeffy steamer. And I think I got like three three blocks from millionaire warehouse. I made sure one of them was in my size, which Mm -hmm. is a 58. And I was like, okay, at least like, if someone else doesn't want a hat, I can make hats for myself. And then until like, I get some more money to like, save up to like buy some more stuff, at least I can make myself hats. So I think that was like the few things I had. And then I had like, a like an iron and yeah, that was about it.
0: Yeah. Awesome, mm-hmm. just enough to get started. How did just you go with? Just um, started. Yeah. How did you go with cutting the brims, in the beginning?
1: Oh, oh well, I, actually, I did have that the Randall that that cutter too. I guess that mm-hmm. was that was in my little pack of things. I think I, yeah, I think I ran through like everything that I would need just to make one hat. So, um, am I forgetting anything else other than the brim cutter? No, I think I think that was it then. Adding, adding yeah. that in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Awesome. And in the beginning, did you know to get a block bigger than the size of your head or was that something no. you found out later?
1: No, that's what yeah. my sister-in-law found out later. <laughs> it, was, it was so like, oh no, I, I I felt it like when when I was like putting it together, like the wheels were kind of turning of like, um, maybe like how how's this going to work? because I was bringing, uh, three hats to, uh, Texas from Alaska. Cause we were having, uh, my sister-in-law's, uh, high school graduation. And I was like, Oh, I'll make you a hat. And I'll make my other two sister-in-laws a hat too. Cause so I'll be down there anyway. And, um, I was like putting it together and I was like, mm, I, f- I have a feeling deep down, that this is not going to be <laughs> how I think it's going to be, but I'm still going to like be optimistic. And then, um, I think something happened where, like, she wasn't able to try it on, like, right then. And then she, like, texted me later. She was like, I love it. It looks so beautiful. But I'm just going to have to stretch it just a little bit. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so uh, she didn't get to try it on just then. But, uh, yeah, she just had to stretch it a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think one of your um, uh, folklore... I'm, like, blanking on his... Name. uh
0: john yeah from this is folklore
1: yeah john like pointed it out and he said something i was like yeah yeah that happened <laughs> that i was like okay this didn't just happen to me so yeah
0: yeah i think that can happen to everyone
1: yeah
0: <laughs> if you don't know <laughs> and so um what's your process like when you're making a hat
1: um so right now I'm in the works of like doing a website. So I normally just get DMs on Instagram for like, if people want them I and I have like a pre-sled out like message and with all the pricings and orderings and stuff. And then, um, uh, pretty much I just, I don't know, just block them and I, this is what I do full time. So it's just kind of like, okay, like just get it working myself up enough to like, just get into that mode of like work, work, work. Um, so yeah, I just pretty much block them first and um, sand them, then I burn it and then I cut it. And then, um, yeah, I actually set them the band first and then I shape them up. And then uh, it's kind of intimidating for me because like the banding process and decorating it is like, the thing that I'm just like, Oh, God, I feel like my brain goes like completely blank. I don't I think I'm like a creative person. But when I feel like I'm creating something for like a whole different personality is where my like, not like anxiety comes from. I'm just like, "Um, I hope you like this, because this is like trying to emulate you. (laughs) And I want you to like it. So I think that's the part that really like, I struggle with, but I'm like, kind of getting better. And I think that's also going back to me trying to figure out what my style is or what I want it to kind of be, because everything I put on my Instagram is kinda of like your little portfolio and stuff. So yeah, yeah you kinda of want to just put out the best best stuff possible. So yeah. But yeah, it's it's not anything too crazy.
0: And do your customers um have some input or is it something that you get to have like full control over with the designs that you do?
1: Yeah, so pretty much I scheduled like a 45-minute consultation with them like on Calendly or something. We just do like Mm -hmm. a little appointment. And I try to take as much direction from them as possible because I feel like that's what's going to make them happy. Like I don't want any type of room for interpretation on like what they thought I thought they wanted or whatever because... I'm putting a lot of time into it. They're putting money into it. So I want everybody to be happy (laughs) on that. So mostly I'm taking like, I'm asking very specific questions on this, 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 or sending them tons of pictures or my past work. If there's something that they liked specifically, if I can recreate that. Um, But yeah, so I think it's more like I'm the one asking the questions and I kind of sometimes have these clients where they're like, oh, I want you to have creative freedom. I'm like, okay, (laughs) but like, what about this? (laughs) I'm like triple double checking on like all these little, all these little things. So I I just really like want them to like it.
0: Yeah. It definitely helps when they give you a little bit of a, an idea of what they want. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you had any difficult customers at all?
1: No, no, not yet. Um, I think honestly, I'm, I feel like working in the airlines, I feel like I'm like, I don't know. I feel like everyone's been either known me from someone. So the person that they've probably known me from is like a good person. So I don't think they're around bad people. So I'm still in the realm of like networking of like either my family or my friends. So it's like good people still. Like I feel like once it gets bigger and bigger, I'll probably have like a story or two to tell you. But right now it's like all like, hey, I wanna support like a local hat maker. I'm like, cool. <laughs> it's just kind of like that vibe. Um, but yeah, I but I feel like my like threshold of like a bad client is probably gonna be like really high coming from like the work I've done. So I'm like, okay, what's up? It's whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't think you'll get too many of them at all.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice to have a, a good I think when you make beautiful things and you have, you do stuff with integrity, you attract those people around you. Yeah. You
1: know. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So like, where do you draw your inspiration from?
1: Um. I think it kind of varies between, Um, I get a lot of, a lot of stuff from like antique stores and like, so I'll find like a few like silver pens or like, Um, something like stones or anything like that from antique stores or old fabrics. And then I kind of try to base an idea off of that. And then I'll just have them sitting somewhere like in a little pile. And then someone will come to me with an idea and I'll try to pull from like, oh, this reminds me of you. And I'll try to match it up like that. Um, I also look at like people on Instagram, like my favorite patterns, I think Sing hat company she has like a really cool look and cool style that like I kind of like craftsmanship I try to strive to be um Patterson hat company his stuff is like next level Mm. like insane um so yeah like I just when it comes to like styling I kind of pull it from antique shops but when it comes to like the creation of the hat I pull from like these I feel like they're like my little role models off of Instagram, I'm like, Hmm, how did, how did that happen or how did they do that?
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're definitely, um, some good people to look up to for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They both, um, you can tell with their work that they really focus on creating a great hat first right? And and then what they put onto it is, uh, not secondary, but it's part of the whole.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, I think that's important for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So do you do any ready-to-wear type hats?
1: No, I actually, pretty exciting. Yesterday, I signed up for my first, like, market in Fairbanks. Uh, it's going to be in April, but uh, I'm hoping during the wintertime, like, I'll have more spare time to just, like, kind of build up a, like, market inventory. So people, mm-hmm. I'm just not taking like customs there. Cause I feel like that would not be like boring, but I would want people to see my like actual work at the market and, or just be able to pick something up there. Um, so I don't do any work ready to wear is at the moment, but I'm planning on it. I'm just doing customs right now.
0: Yeah. Awesome. That's a, it's a good way to start. And you don't have to put too much into inventory and yeah. things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking about that, do you have specific suppliers are you working with someone in particular or have you got a range of different people that you you draw your felts you, and things from
1: yeah for my felts i just get them strictly from Melonry warehouse i looked into fespa um but right now i i think it was kind of like i for them i just get colors that i know i'm gonna sell or i've Mm -hmm. done a lot of just like neutrals and i kind of just stock up on them um i've just gotten into doing like 50 50 blend because before i was doing just rabbit and beaver but um i could just see like with clients and when they ask about pricing and stuff there wasn't exactly like an in-between so Mm -hmm. i think they just did like a restock of like some of their like 50 50 blends so i grabbed some of those and yeah so yeah but right now felts are just kind of from millinery warehouse
0: yep and so you were originally using like rabbit and beaver felts is that right
1: yeah i just started doing beaver i want to say like two months ago but before it was just rabbit and with meg um she uses her hats like like uses them like she, I she told me like her horse like stomped on her hat or and it was a rabbit one I was like oh lord I was like let me, <laughs> let me try to get you a beaver one because that's not gonna happen and not that rabbit's bad or anything like that but I do explain like in my messages of like um, how to order and all that like the different types of felts that I sell what kind of is made for what and I just don't want people to have like an unrealistic expectation of their rabbit hat and if the you are, like a rancher or you're a horse guy that's going to be out in the rain or in the mud and stuff. Like that, rabbit is a good hat for something that you probably would want to stay inside and just kind of wear around in more of like a fashion accessory piece versus like a work hat, hmm. which is what I recommend, like the beaver or the beaver blend that are coming in.
0: Yeah, do you have a preference with working with either of them, or is it kind of the same for you?
1: Um, it's kind of the same. I think when I first started working with Beaver, it was like a rude awakening. Cause I, I thought I like steamed it enough. And then I like took it off and I could like knock on it. I'm like, Okay, let me put it on for about 20 more minutes. And because I did start when I first started making hats, it was uh, like with the wet blocking method. And that was with rabbit. And that was pretty easy. It felt like, like, obviously, it was like hot water and stuff. So you had to be careful, but. When you were able to like handle it, like just putting that over the block was like super easy. And then I think I tried to do that with the beaver, and it was still like super super hard. And I was like my little scrawny arms, like trying to trying to get it over, and also um, like realizing why people have like certain stands that like rotate 360 and like getting those like angles. And not having some of that and just having, like, a table that's a little little higher than, like, recommended. Like, that mm-hmm. definitely had some obstacles, too. Because I'm like, okay, well, now I need a little, little turntable or something that I can, like, go off to the side and, like, really put my body weight down on. So, I think those are all just, like, learning curves that I had to deal with. But I, I'm able to, like, do it now in a, a very timely manner. It's not the whole day. thing. <laughs>
0: And are you still wet blocking your felts or do you steam them?
1: um, Um, I just steam them with the rabbit. Uh, Yeah, I I just steam them. I think the drying times um, just were like really long. It was like two and a half days, which isn't like bad, but I don't know, I felt like I didn't have a very like efficient way of drying it. And I wanted to make sure that they were drying correctly and there wasn't just like sitting somewhere that's going to like cause them either to like mold or if my downstairs is too cold, then it's going to take it like an extra day. So I kind of wanted there to be some like, um, uh, like I could regulate it. So, and Mm -hmm. I think just steaming them and just having more patience, uh, I'll I'll be fine doing that. You know, like that's, that's how I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah. I I imagine in, uh, in Alaska in winter, it might be a little difficult with like a fully wet hat yeah
1: yeah that's what my husband was saying too or when i i would like pound my felt outside in the summer because it was like summer and it was like everything was perfect and i was just outside making TikToks. and now he's like well it's starting to kind of get a little colder and it gets in fairbanks like negative 40 degrees here fahrenheit so it's like super super cold and he's like you're not gonna be able to go outside obviously to bounce your belts (laughs) um i think i'll probably like move that stuff into the the garage so i don't get like dust everywhere but yeah i think that was another thing that i'm gonna have to figure out like in the winter time like how that's gonna work but
0: that and Would make goes- for some cool TikToks, though, out with all the snow and <laughs> you're yeah, all rugged out. up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <sighs>
1: lighting it on fire, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and take off, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was the first edit that you made?
1: It was actually, I have it over here, I'm looking at it right now. It was one of the ones that didn't fit. It was actually, um, it was a mix between me not knowing that, uh, the block like adding a centimeter at least to it, um, depending on your, uh, leather band. Uh, but, uh, my sister-in-law, when she measured it, she, I didn't watch her do it. So she just like measured her head in the wrong space. So now I like, that's why I do those meetings. I like FaceTime them, see where they're measuring and like all that good stuff. Um, and I asked more questions about their head shape. Also something that I didn't kind of and like really understand was like the different head shapes because yeah, that was, that was just another learning curve that I had to get over. Um, but yeah, so it was a rabbit for um, olive color. And I had like some seashells and stuff. Cause she's was from uh, California and she loved the design and loved the color, but it just didn't fit. And I was like, you know what, I'll keep it and I'll maybe like rework it or something, but we'll get you something else. But yeah, I, I look back on it now and I'm, I I definitely have grown from them, so that's cool to see. And uh, but yeah, it was was fun making though.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing uh, how much you know and how far you've come in less than a year.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I feel like um, I feel like really supported by my husband, though. I think that's like something that's helped because I'm a stay at home wife right now. So um, yeah, I'm able to just kind of do my my dream and he's there just supporting me and i'm just like okay we can do this (laughs) that's just kind of like how it's going right now
0: yeah good teamwork yeah yeah and so what do you think have been like the biggest lessons that you've learned in the in the last year
1: um i think probably conf i i feel like i've gotten a lot more confident like when i first started like doing like hat making i wasn't like wearing my hats around town or anything like that and now like i feel like it's a whole like advertisement thing when i go drop them off at the post office i'm like have to have my hat have to like look presentable and then i have to have my stickers in my pocket or whatever because it is like a super small town and i'm now friends with my post office lady she wasn't like grouchy at first by any means but she just wasn't very talkative but now like we have a little rapport and she's like oh you got another hat and like yep send it off to Wherever, Texas, California, or whatever. And she's like, Oh, that's so cool. And we like talk now. I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's my friend. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: like, hopefully she buys one (laughs) one day. It's always good to
0: make friends with the post office people. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, my confidence has definitely like gone up. And um, I think I, not that I was like taking myself too seriously, but I felt like I was just like, Well, I haven't really been making hats for that long. Can I, like, say I'm a hat maker and stuff? And then, uh, like, John was saying, like, his girlfriend at the time was telling him, like, you have to, like, own it. Like, if mm-hmm. you don't believe, like, your hats are good, like, why are they going to buy it? And I think that's, like, something that had to come into. Um, so, yeah, I think that was, like, the biggest thing. But also, uh, like, when it comes to logis- logistics, um, there, yeah, there wasn't really any hat makers here to learn from. So I guess just figuring it out and, um, yeah, shipping stuff here and sh- like shipping stuff in, it, it is a pretty penny that I didn't really account for at certain times. So I think that's something that, uh, I have to kind of work around or I guess price in with my like budgets and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those prices and uh, for shipping really add to things, don't they?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt bad because Millenary Warehouse said, like, free shipping on something. And I I messaged him, like, hey, how much do you need to send it to me? They're like, okay, for you, it's going to be <laughs> this much. I'm like, okay, I, I won't buy you too much. that. I'm all up in Alaska. <laughs>
0: yeah, Alaska is almost like another country, right?
1: Yeah, like, it is. Of. It's like, honestly, yeah, it's so close to Russia, too. And I, I think I forgot that when I moved up here. Like, traveling down to texas to see our family is like a 16-hour like travel day and it's a whole thing and yeah yeah. but it is cool living up here i I feel like i wouldn't want to live anywhere else to be honest
0: yeah how long have you guys been up that way
1: um this will be our third winter it's almost three years
0: yeah yeah Yeah. awesome and so before you started hat making you were telling me that you were a flight attendant and you also did some some van life travels do you want to Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so
1: I became a flight attendant when I was 19, a year after high school. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I liked traveling and I liked people, um, or talking to people and stuff. So I got on with a regional airline out of Houston, Texas. And I did that uh, for two years. That's where I met my husband. He was uh, flying for that same regional airline. And, um, Then COVID kind of happened, so uh, we kind of stopped flying pretty much our airline. Uh, We were thankfully still employed. We didn't get furloughed. I know a lot of people did, so I'm grateful that we didn't get furloughed or anything. We just weren't flying. So we had like a whole bunch of time on our hands. So we started uh, our van build, and we did two vans, one for me and Rusty, my husband, and then one for his sister and her partner. Uh, They lived out in California. And yeah, it took us about eight months to renovate two vans. And they were like, like, not like bougie vans, but I told them like, if I was going to do it, I need a hot water shower. I need like an oven and stove. It was like, honestly, like a mini RV just in like a Ram Promaster. And, um, it was nice and it was really cool. We ended up, uh, not working for the airlines anymore like maybe like, I guess after that eight months and traveling for about a year. And then Rusty got another flying job in Alaska. It was either gonna be Alaska or Hawaii. And it was like, okay, whoever's gonna call him first. And then it was Alaska, which was honestly probably a really good decision because you can't get off of the island of Hawaii like at all, unless you like fly. And the cost of living was like crazy expensive. So yeah, we ended up making that drive to Alaska. And, yeah, so now we're here, and now I'm making hats
0: and so, when you were van lifeing it where did you guys uh travel?
1: So we went all um pretty much the west coast. He has family in California and Arizona, so we um yeah, we went mostly hung around Arizona and California. we did a lot a lot of stops in like Utah. At the time it was like kind of like winter. So we did a lot of snowboarding and that was fun, even though I'm not really good. <laughs> He's really good, but I'm like, I kind of like tagged along and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to learn <laughs> all these little slopes that we do. Um, but yeah, it, it was really fun. We mostly stayed around California, Arizona, kind of like Utah. Um, mm-hmm. but the drive from, um, like, yeah, Texas to Canada or Texas to Alaska, it was really, really pretty. And I didn't realize how beautiful Canada was. And mm. I felt like I got to see like this whole another, like kind of world because i mostly stayed like in Texas growing up and stuff. So, um, it was really cool, like seeing all the other stuff and then ending up in Alaska and then being like, Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff out here. And <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Would you ever, um, have dreams of setting up a little gypsy van and traveling around making hats?
1: I, I think that was, we always talk about that because we ended up selling the van when we got up here because when it did, we got up here like in uh, April and we thought it was going to be like, okay, we can go through like the the summer here and be fine. And then we'll look for a house later. And April in Fairbanks is, I think it was like negative seven or something. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, our pipes froze. So I'm just trying to fix that and sell the van so we end up selling it like to a couple in Seattle and got our house and stuff and I think we kind of like after we kind of got it off our hands and we're like okay it's done it's sold we haven't really thought about building like another like big project like that but maybe I think that'd be like a really cool idea Um, I think I'm gonna try to put just all my like i say all mine all of his handiness into my market setup first and like hopefully that goes well i think that will be really cool like going around i know um there, there is one guy on instagram i see that he he has like a little hat hat van and i think that's pretty cool
0: yeah yeah it looks like a fun thing to do
1: i know and like you have like free lodging so like you don't have to like that was like, I think that's like the biggest part. You could sleep in there and it'll be fun. Or like, even like a horse trailer. I think people could do that too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it looks like a really fun thing to do. And it looks like you'd get awesome, uh, promo material, like, you know, in oh, all those yeah, beautiful places, sure. but yeah, hard to, uh, to let go of like the land tires when you've, uh, build everything up to kind of get comfortable making what you're making. and doing. Exactly.
1: Doing. Yeah. I, I think it would be cool though, to like, have like a little like shop in, downtown somewhere. Cause I feel like we have in Alaska, a lot of like cruise ships come in all the time. So yeah, like either, I don't know if we're gonna stay in Fairbanks forever or move down South to Palmer, which is like in the Anchorage area. Cause it, that kind of is more populated and it has a little bit more of that like vibe of like a hat shop could work there a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's like my ultimate goal is to like have like a, a small shop and like I get all the old people from the cruises and like, "Oh, come get a, yeah. come get a hat. to
0: <laughs> get your souvenir then, from yeah. Alaska." Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. For real. Yeah, I think that I think that would be cool. That that's the kind of like my big dream right now. Yeah.
0: And are Alaskans uh hat wearers in general? Is there a bit of a I
1: I feel like I feel like they could be I think that's what I'm like telling myself. I feel like they could be because there's a lot of like people that have farms and ranches, but it is really cold here, so they just do a lot of like beanies and Carhartt stuff. And I'm like, okay, if you still have like a quality material, like a beaver beaver hat, like you could you could still be warm, but just be a little bit more stylish. And you're yeah. already like on a horse, so it looks a little bit better than a beanie. So I think I just have to. And also, though, there's no one here doing it, so I don't think they'd have, like, the, uh, like, resources. Like, buying a hat from the lower 48 is, like, it's like, ah, oh, okay. Like, it's just, like, it's not, yeah. Alaskans are very, like, Alaska proud. Mm-hmm. They're very, like, state, they love their state. So I think if there is, like, a hat maker here that does, like, quality materials, I think they would go for it. So that's that's what I'm trying to be at the moment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that's the perfect place to be. Like when you can be like the standout or the only one, then uh, yeah. everyone notices and then yeah, yeah, I'm, everyone's yeah come I'm preparing
1: to you. my heart though for when someone else does it because it is a great idea, and I felt like I was like Einstein when I came up with it. Like <laughs> on my little whiteboard, I'm like, "This could work." <laughs> so like, I feel like once people like figure it out here, because I feel like Alaska is a very like hardy state, and they are like like work hard and. Everything that people wear is very much for like function, so I think hats definitely play like a big part into that. So
0: yeah. I think
1: I think the hat scene will probably grow a little bit more here.
0: Absolutely, yeah. You you do the pioneer work.
1: Yeah, all because of me. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the hat that you're wearing is that your the favorite hat that you've made, or do you have one in particular that stands out?
1: No, I think this is my favorite hat that I I've made. I think. I don't know. I just feel like it feels like me. I like the the brick crown is something that I don't know why. And I just feel like it's my personality and the pencil curl is I like it's pretty simple but still gives a little bit of flair. And um it is funny because when people do see me around town, because that's how I kind of get get some of my customers is just going around town if they go out to dinner. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna throw on my hat. Um yeah, they're just not like interested in it, like they've never seen a hat before, but a lot of people just don't really wear, I guess a pencil crown up here or anything like, not like remotely fancy, but anything that's a little like flare. So like the women will come up like, how'd you do that? Like, or they'll ask like, are all your hats only only look like this? I'm like, no, I can do anything. <laughs> and I feel like it's <laughs> like even better. I'm like, whatever you want, girl, just here. <laughs> I hand them a sticker. I'm like, go put that on the wall somewhere or put it on your water bottle <laughs> and tell your friends. But yeah. yeah, I think this is but this is something that I I think this fits me. And I, I've been thinking about another hat to make myself uh because I think all right now, like with my materials, I try to just give it all to like my clients and just focus on that versus like making myself more um but i have been thinking about like what my next hat's gonna be and i don't know maybe i'll make my because i've never made a gambler or like crown i'm like oh maybe mm-hmm. i'll do that because i want to make sure i can do it before i do it on a client's hat or something yeah. so i'll just be like the little the tester for myself so yeah
0: yeah, that's always fun. Did you ever take like a a felt and then just shape it in different ways and then like reblock it and, and yeah, do it again? that's yeah.
1: Then the uh, that hat my first ever hat. That's that felt. It kind of just gets you know like reblocked and reworked because I feel like it's just gonna be a felt that it's gonna be used and abused and it's not gonna go to anybody anymore. And it, it was a rabbit one too, so now that I, it's I don't know. I just feel like that's one that I can just go through and try different things now with my other ones i feel like i'm just a little bit more reserved with what i try so but yeah it's it was my first time i kind of still use it i guess yeah. use.
0: yeah i used to do that too and um like by the time i blocked it like six or seven times and tried it to be like six or seven different things i felt like the felt really started to feel <laughs> a lot better than than what it was the first time you know yeah. like it just gets kind of that aged feel to it yeah yeah then i wanted all of them to uh be like that but i wasn't gonna spend (laughs) (laughs) that much time on each one yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: um so is there a person no actually which person past or present would you like to make a hat for
1: um i i've been thinking about this one i think the person that i would want to make a hat for would probably be cody johnson He's a a country singer and he was, um, from, uh, the area that my husband grew up and he's like really big now, but the hats that he wears, it's not, it's nothing like flashy. It's more like craftsmanship. So if I was able to like make a hat for him and he, him like wear it and like it, that means like, okay, my skills are to like a point where like, it's. Not really about the design of the hatch, just about how it wears and how it looks. So I'm like, okay, that would be like my I made it point, like, okay, cool, <laughs> classic and like timeless look. So
0: yeah, awesome. Do you listen to his music?
1: Yeah, when your, husband, when your
0: husband's not there, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, to yeah.
1: <laughs> I bust out into Cody Johnson's song. Yeah, yeah, he was really big in like rodeo and stuff too. So I, I feel like all his hat styles are like super like not like dramatic but like really big and like bold but still like classic Mm -hmm. I think I like that style but um I try to still work those into like my hats now but it's a little bit more of like some flair to it so
0: What, what kind of shape would you make him
1: I think I would do something like really it's called uh A J.B. Brim, so it's going to be like super wide, and um, I think I would do, maybe like an open crown, because he normally wears like a high Cattleman, I think like an open crown with like some nice dimples on the side. and will really show off that I can pounce a good felt and shape it up. Nice or, or something like that. He'll probably be, if he listens, he'll be like, no,
0: yeah. <laughs> <It didn't matter. laughs> she's
1: out. She maybe be out the chance, but not now.
0: <laughs> I saw that you, I recently made it one like that shape. I think like an open crown yeah. with some light dimples. How did that one go?
1: Yeah. Meg, uh, that was for Meg. She really wanted, um, she really liked Patterson's like big, like crowns and big brims and stuff and um yeah i think she likes like the more simple like but dramatic kind of like curves and stuff so i was like okay cool yeah let's do that and i hadn't done an open crown and that was the one that i needed help with i was like texting you like hey (laughs) what's going on and i was able to fix so it, it was great i'm glad um that that one turned out the way it did
0: yeah it looked beautiful in the end it's Thanks,
1: yeah yeah yeah, I have my little antique pin on there that I found, yeah, so
0: yeah, no, it's looking great, um, so what do you love most about hat making
1: i think I think it's just like for me, very flattering, like the whole process of like someone. Um, coming to me and seeing most of the time it's because I saw my Instagram and saw something that they liked and then chose to reach out. And especially because I feel like hat making and being in Alaska, I set my time. I'm not getting these like crazy, crazy orders of like in a big amounts, but I do set them out like three to four weeks from like when I like message you or have a little appointment. Um, So like for them to want to wait that long and pay whatever, pay me to make something for them and then like it, it's just like very validating. I feel like I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Like someone really, really likes what I do. So yeah. And I I do love talking with people and I feel like I'm very social. So I think that's another aspect. And I feel like, um, especially being in a smaller town, like Fairbanks, uh like community is really big. So I'm hoping that like kind of puts me in Rusty and like um more of a community with Fairbanks. We have a like set of friends that we really like, but I think it would be really cool to be part of the community of like, oh yeah, if you want a hat, go to McCarthy's hat company. I think that would be something that would make my heart like explode of like, oh okay. (laughs) Like that'd be so cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think being a hat maker is kind of a little bit like that. you you kind of stand out somewhat either if you're just wearing yeah. a hat all the time everyone notices and then to yeah. be the person that makes the hats is yeah, it's, a, it's a nice thing to be that person in, in the community
1: yeah it was funny i was with my friends we went to like a brewery for their Oktoberfest, and i didn't want to wear my hat and rusty was like you need to wear it like you need to wear it and i'm like okay fine because i feel like it is like people notice when you do wear a hat and that was another thing I was struggling with. i just like, I don't want people to notice. But he's like, it's your business. People need to know this. So like, okay, I'll put it on. And I got so many compliments when I was there. And I was like, I made it. And I f- probably had like two beers. So I was like, oh my God. So I was, like, probably more <laughs> ecstatic than I normally am. But yeah, I think it was just so like, oh, I, I can tell people like, yeah, like you like it? Well, I made it. And here's my Instagram or whatever, you know? So yeah it's like really, really cool and really validating
0: yeah that's i think a hat can um, make you stand out but you can also feel like you can hide under it somewhat
1: yeah if you for sure to. mysterious yeah. and then yeah. Fred Meyer grocery store I'm like don't look at
0: me
1: <laughs> 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 girl Brim, i'm like who is this girl i'm like yeah. don't talk to me <laughs>
0: yeah i just cut all my hair off and so like i always tell people that you know a hat suits anybody and, uh, now I've cut all my hair off. I'm not so sure. So I'm like, Oh, no, what do I what it do? I do?
1: It's yeah. funny how Congress, Rusty said that we looked alike with our curly hair and our, our hats. He's like, well, be your dad, but I was like, Oh, yeah. okay. do kind of look alike.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, hat makers with the long, curly wavy hair. I think it, it really I, suits.
1: I know it goes great. I think it, it really eliminates the curls. So I'm like, yep.
0: Yeah. I've just destroyed it. I feel like I don't even want to wear a hat anymore. I'm only only wearing it because I have to. Because <laughs> I'm the, the hat podcast. maker. Yeah, and on the podcast. Yeah. It's in the contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, so what's something that you know now but wished you knew in the beginning of your hat making journey?
1: I think um I think there's a lot of like things. Like we're talking about the sweatbands. Just things that would probably save me, like, some time and material. Just making sure that you size up. And what else? Oh, that was going to be expensive. at uh, This trade. And I think also, like, thinking about that, like, when I was saying, like, oh, yeah, I had to, like, prepare myself for, like, more people to do it. Like, I have to tell myself, like, people if they are gonna get into this, they're spending a lot of money to do it. So they probably really wanna do this. So I feel like it's just kind of like hats off to them because they probably put in a lot of money to be able to do this and i think that was another thing that i didn't really realize because everything like tools wise are like handmade crafted items mm-hmm. and um and it's just like it goes down into like the nitty gritty of like even the people that make the blocks like that that's a whole trade in itself and it's just a whole bunch of trades inside this big thing and it's just it's really cool but it's something I didn't really understand when I was first looking into it. Um, But I think it made it that much cooler when I did start researching and asking this person, like, oh, you make that block by hand, okay, cool. And same thing with these tools and stuff like that. So probably cost and... I guess the sweatband, man. I I'll probably <laughs> mess up two or three hats doing that. And I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and is there something that um, maybe you don't know now, but you'd you'd like to know or, or learn more about?
1: Um, I have never used flanges ever, and I think also I think that was something that like kind of not like confused me, but um, yeah, just I I understand like what they do and stuff, but. I, I just didn't know why there were so many. I just felt like I would look at somebody's like space and they would have like, it was almost look like a hundred flanders. I'm like, Oh my God, you need that many. Or I also like uh, the different size of like, like heads or where people have like the conformators and stuff like, okay. Once you got that little piece of paper that had that person's head shape, what do you do with that after then? Do you just like look at the, look at the paper and then look at the block and be like, okay, this will probably fit their head the best. So I think there was like some questions like that, but yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I love looking at those walls with all the, all the flanges and just, just sit back and dream, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: I'm like, how long did that take you? Like who blessed you with all of that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the States, there's a lot of, uh, vintage. You know, uh tools going around from old hat shops, and um right. we don't have that in Australia, so everything's got to be new here. You know? Yeah, so it's it's yeah. definitely an investment for sure.
1: Yeah, when Jay was saying like you have to the pickers that are in like America, like you have to friend them. I'm like, you know what? That is a great idea <laughs> because <laughs> I do need to have somebody down in Texas because I feel like there's so many hat shops in Texas. Like, there has to be someone's like basement that has something from the grandfather or. Or whatever so i need to start making some connections down there with like family or something
0: yeah absolutely and i think um over the border too like down into mexico i think there's a huge yeah. hat making uh history there that hasn't really been tapped you know i'd love to find out yeah more
1: about that. yeah exactly yeah oh sweet okay
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just an idea yeah if you if you get lucky let me know uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, um, what are your future plans? Like, uh, I know you talked to maybe about having a shop down the track, anything oh, else? Oh yeah,
1: that's way down. I think right now is like putting myself in like the space that I can have like regular markets. Cause I think that's where I'm going to really be able to like get my name out there to people like in my community. And uh, I'm not looking for like world domination of like hats or anything like that, but I really do want to have a space in Alaska, like that people do know my hat store or like my hat brand and stuff. So I think that is like, my goal is to be like someone known in Alaska for like their hats and stuff like that. But definitely markets right now is my priority and just staying consistent on social media because I feel like it's so easy to get behind like your like, if I don't post for a week, I feel like I should just give it up. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, might as well just deactivate my Instagram. But, uh, yeah. So staying up on social media, um, just being more known in my community, but then ultimately having a space in Alaska that people can go to. And that's kind of like on like a little bucket list cruise ship thing to do or whatever, like go see Jordan at McCarthy's hat company. I think that would be really awesome.
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. Sounds like you're in the right place for it.
1: Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so if people want to see your work um and find out more about you, where can where can they go?
1: Uh Instagram. Uh it's gonna be McCarthy's underscore hat underscore company. And it's the same for TikTok as well. So yeah, I'm just pretty much on Instagram and I am working on my website because I feel like there's a lot of like my, my grandparents and stuff too. They're like, how, how do I, I'm like, okay, I I'll just, just send me what you want and I'll do that. You don't have to go get an Instagram and stuff. So I think there's like a disconnect there that I need to really get that website up and going so that people that don't have Instagram or social media can get a hold of my stuff. So it's in the works, but if you want to get a hat from me, you can just DM me.
0: Yeah, that sounds good yeah websites are kind of here it's and funny. there you know unless you've got like lots of stuff to sell most people can find everything on instagram or tiktok yeah yeah slide into your dms and order a hat
1: <laughs> yeah and i'll send you my price list and then maybe you can slide it back out yeah. <laughs> it's like,
0: oh, <laughs> what is your um pricing at the moment for, for hats
1: so for rabbit it's 350 um it's free shipping too so I don't know, I might have to rethink that. Yeah. <laughs> I've sent something to <laughs> Texas and California and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So um might be negotiable with <laughs> the price on there. But uh 350 for rabbit for my fifty fifty blends, it's uh four seventy-five and then my hundred uh beaver is seven fifty. Yeah. So and that that includes like the band and all that. It's just making a custom hat and
0: yeah, so And free shipping. That's pretty good.
1: And free shipping. So, hey, that's how you get them. When you add that $50 shipping, then they're out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, oh, no, why did I do that? Yeah.
1: Come back. I Add them to the wholesale price and you won't even know.
0: (laughs) Uh, Awesome, Jordan. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story with us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what the next few years bring you. I think you're really on a great start.
1: Thanks. I really, I really, really appreciate you having me on here. And definitely, I didn't mention you with like the people I like to see on Instagram, but obviously you and you, this whole podcast has been like really, really cool seeing other people's stories and um, you highlighting different types of hat makers have been like super awesome. And then me, the one has been in for six months. And I think it's really cool that you're just bringing this community like really, really together. So
0: Yeah, well, thanks so much for being a part of it and agreeing to come on. I'm sure everyone's going to be really stoked to hear what you've been up to. Thanks. All right. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode with Jordan McCarthy. If you want to connect with Jordan or see more of her work, you can find her on Instagram and TikTok at McCarthy's Hat Company. Go over and give her a follow and show some support to our newer hat makers. If you're looking for some hatblocks, tools, or flanges, look no further than our sponsor, hat Blocks Australia. I've got some new tools and flanges coming myself, and I can't wait to put them to work. They do free shipping worldwide, so no matter where you are, they'll deliver them to your door, and they also have a lifetime warranty on all their products. Find them at hatblocksaustralia.com.au or on Instagram at hatblocksaustralia. Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and hit us up on Instagram at The Hat Makers Podcast. My name is Jack and you can check out my work at Creatures of the Wild Unknown. I hope you guys are keeping well. Next week, we'll be chatting with Willie Roberts from Humpui Hats, one of the OGs. So make sure you tune in for that one. Until then, all the best and keep on hatting.